Justice Lose, the podcast where we talk about pop culture, meaning, namely movies, TV, and comics. I'm your host, Preston Jordan. It's always fun, my delightful co-host. Not including joke this time, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off. And for like, what, the fourth time? I think we're on uh, three or four. I think we're on four. Four? Maybe three. Yeah. The, four. the most recurring guest. Yeah. Uh, it's Carter. Carter. Hey! Woo! He actually, up My until boy. about an hour ago, wasn't going to be a guest. But no, literally 20 minutes ago. 20 minutes ago wasn't yep. going to be a guest. But, uh, oh, i got to get my notes pulled we're, up. Uh, try to shut up for this one so you guys can power through. Yeah, so it's currently 6.45, and Watchmen Episode 2 starts at 8. So we are going to truck through this motherfucker. Yep. Um, we're actually going to save uh, Watchmen Up 2s. Either for the end, or maybe you'll sh- shove it in the middle. I'll, I'll actually edit it back together. But Something. Yeah, the What You've Been Up To's will be from the future, and we will have seen Watchmen episode two, and yes. we'll tell you all about it. Um, But, right now, Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Specifically, check out our Facebook. That's kind of a good go-to. Just us losers at Facebook. We're also, like, super high energy That's right now. Ma- uh, Carter and I are high energy because we just got off a really fun D&D session. Yep. <laughs> And also, Matt and I are high energy. Also, all of us are high energy because we got to get fucking through this thing. Yep. Like, literally, we're, <laughs> we're shaking. We're shaking. <laughs> Everyone is frenzying out of my house after the session. Um, yeah, so do that thing. Did you say it particularly? Uh, I said Facebook particularly. Facebook, cool. All right. Justice Losers Pod at Facebook.com. That, that thing. Yep. I don't know how that works. Um, you know how to find us. So, Matt, what you been up to? Literally nothing. All right. Preston, Moving on. What you been up to that's not the thing that we're actually talking about? Oh, you actually like we have literally been up to nothing. Literally nothing since um, the last time we recorded. This was the second week of my hyper stress and misery. Oh. Uh, last episode was recorded in the middle of that. Yep. So pretty much literally nothing. Um, we had I had a party on Friday which you went to. Mm-hmm. I pointed at Carter. Yep. You did not go to. Yep. Because you were super sick and it made me sad. But <sighs> I, I wasn't. Understand. I wasn't sick. I was just exhausted yeah. and having really bad allergies. And uh, it, so that was fun. I've been <laughs> miserable for an hour and a half and I've been miserable for people. To Mostly be after now. recording, it was preparing for the party and then cleaning up from the party. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. So Carter, I heard you went to a party. Yeah. Who was um, that? Who was the fucking idiot who hosted that one? Uh, my girlfriend and I went as Vincent Vega and Mia Marcellus. Oh, from Pulp very Fiction. good. I'm sorry to have missed that. Uh, oh, man. Unfortunately, I was not able to find a bolo tie, so I went as Vincent Vega early in the movie. Okay. Um, and had my prop gun with me. Nice. Um, but uh, also the only wig the prop that prop gun I... that almost chipped one of my teeth. Yes, it's a cast iron, Shut up. like, Colt 45 prop nice. gun. It's cast iron. Like, that bit shit was heavy. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to have the weight, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little small. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I couldn't find an actual wig that looked like John Travolta's hair, so I was just wearing a black female wig, and it was awful. Um, my girlfriend it looked, looked great. It, it looked good. Go look at a picture of John Travolta, of Vince Vega. Yeah. <laughs> it, also, also, look, I, it looked actually maybe a little closer to uh, uh, I looked Tommy like Wiseau. yeah <laughs> I was gonna say Keanu Reeves I was doing the whole like you do the head bob whoa like bounce around um, but yeah so we watched to, to, to get into character we watched Pulp Fiction before good. How's um, on this? it's good it's my viewing. my film teacher uh, from a couple years ago uh, when in college, he uh, swore up and down that it was the great Pulp Fiction is the greatest movie of all time because you cannot spoil Pulp Fiction. Which, yeah. if you stop and think about it, is true. You really can't. There's no plot point within Pulp Fiction that's like spoilers, like kind yeah. of thing. But 
I don't know that I would go as far as to say that it is the greatest movie of all time. That's a bit of a leap there to go from. It's a great movie. It's yeah. on. I would put it on a list of yeah. top movies, but I, I wouldn't say it's number one. I like it. I don't love it. I have a lot of respect for it. Yeah. Um. There's just some funny moments. Of it. I love that movie. Yep. Um. I as I mentioned, how is this taking place chronologically? Is this going to be before? This will be. Yeah. Okay. I will mention later in the episode <laughs> that I have watched. Uh, recently, uh, Justice League, and yep. which I yep. will go into more detail later, and yep. uh, Baby Driver, which yep. I will also do a little bit more detail later. Not a whole lot. Not a whole At lot. That point we're kind of um, but yeah, yeah, no, Baby Driver still is, I mean, a fire fucking movie. Yes, yeah. just like the pacing is fantastic. Ah, oh, God, trying to think of what else I've watched. Um, Oh, there's something else that I, I watched recently that I'm going to not remember because my brain is being lame. Um, I literally yeah. just started last night, and my girlfriend ended up falling asleep before we could finish the – like, we were, like, 20 minutes in. Uh, the new Paul Rudd show that's on Netflix, Living oh. With Yourself. Is that any good? 20 minutes in, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Um Oh, since I was on last, there was a show that was on Bravo called Imposters. Um, it only had two seasons, didn't get renewed. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's about a uh, he's a, it's a guy. He's in his like twenties. He gets married to this like French girl. Oh, she's Belgian. Sorry, she's Belgian. Okay. Um, and on their like twenty eighth, the twenty eighth day after their wedding, uh, she straight up takes all his money and fucking disappears. Oh, just poof, and then like. He goes through like the whole cycle of emotions, and this is just like in the first episode. Goes through the whole cycle of emotions, and then is like trying in the active like act of trying to kill himself, and is just failing. Um, dude knocks on his door. I'm gonna give away some plot points if yeah. you want to watch it. Uh, dude knocks on his door. Is an FBI agent asks him about. In the picture, it's his former wife, uh-huh. and wearing with different hair. And he calls her by a different name and turns out that she's a part of a little group of people that go from rich person to rich person and rip them off and take all their money yeah. or screw uh, them over. Uh, and then the second season is they, like, join them. But it's really good. Uh-huh. Wait. Imposters. Two seasons. I feel like I remember that this happened. Who's, is, would I recognize anyone uh, no in No one. No, no one, one is in the, um Did you either This you sounds watch? so familiar. I'm sure it's been a – I know there's a there's – a, um, there's I'm a movie coming out right now called Hustlers about strippers that <laughs> rip rich no. people off. No, not that. I, I remember <laughs> With, um, seeing something like about it. No. What? No. Pussy galore? Octopussy. Fuck. One of the pussies. <laughs> There's someone. I just grabbed one of those movies. Oh, man. I don't know. Either way. I'm going um, to look this up out of curiosity. Yeah, no. It's, it's, I feel like I it's a little. I mean, it was on Bravo. It's a little corny. It's a yeah, little. It's, yeah, but yeah. Um, just in terms of like popcorn television, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um. Other than that, I've been playing. Hat. Last time it was on, had a nice little uh, love letter to Minecraft, mm-hmm. and then kind of sloped sloped off on playing. And then, literally in the past week, I've totally picked back up. Still, still love that game. Yeah, it's still just. It's a good game. It is just game. Mm-hmm. So uh, Matt, you don't play video games. You should play Minecraft. I think you would thoroughly enjoy it. I don't get anything out of video games. Mostly. Yeah, no, it's just pure. It's literally. You like Legos? Yeah. It's That's virtual Legos. Legos. That doesn't interest me. Like it's an infinite world, and you can build stuff. That doesn't interest me. You could 
build a music machine that will actually play music. That would be interesting. Okay. I think saying I think you actually would enjoy it for a lot of various reasons. Maybe that you would find on your own. I've I've seen people play it a little bit, and I'm just kind of hard to describe why you like it. So let's move on. Yes. Um. So what's the real reason we're doing what you've been up to after the meat of the episode? You mean (laughs) (laughs) what you've been up to? I like I like the way. So you we did just that. finished watching the second episode of Watchmen. Literally uh, nine minutes ago. Literally, yeah, like nine minutes ago. Yeah. Um, after a pee break and the a watch then break. Then we started watching. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> there was no pee break. We literally ran. We were like, okay, bye, and ran upstairs. Oh, no, yeah. after I said after a pee break after watching because I had to. Pee, oh, and yes. I had to pee. Yes. You peed during it. I couldn't like hold idiot. it. I had to pee before. <laughs> uh. So. That's what we've been up to. Um, likely, if we are good podcasters, um, next week we won't talk about it because hopefully we will have recorded before the episode's supposed to go out yep. and not nine hours after. Yeah, good job. Uh, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. If we don't talk about it next week, then we're going to talk about it the next week, and that means we up- release the episode on time. Um, but, but we just watched the second episode of, of Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. And thoughts. Uh, initial thoughts. What the heck just happened? What yeah. the fuck? Good. At all. I, it's, I'm getting a lot we of, We need to be uh, non-spoilery, though. Oh, shoot, you're right. Because yeah. it literally just came out. Yeah. Okay, a lot of nice, it's it's very typical, uh, Lindelof throwing you, uh, curveballs, but connecting things at the same time. That's, yeah. that's textbook Lindelof. And we're only in the second episode. Yeah. yeah. Um... Compared to the first episode, uh, this one felt a lot shorter, which I don't know if it's a good thing. Yeah, I, it I did. was at the end of this one. I was like, "Wait, that's we, it? We got half an hour left, don't we?" Yeah, please yeah. tell me we have. Half I think an hour it, left. I think it's because it focused more on one person rather yeah. than several yeah. people. Um, as someone from the city of Tulsa, I've grown up there for the last. Uh, well, my family moved there in 2007. Um, it's weird to see a show fully set in the city that you grew up in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because the whole thing was filmed in Georgia. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, all of the stuff they keep showing. Like there's really, this is something Tulsa that, like, just doesn't look, it's like Tulsa, like even Tulsa feel like that. If you've seen the first episode, they show, uh, the chief, the commissioners, the, the chief city chief, police yeah. chief, his house. Like, yeah, we've got stuff like that out kind of around here, like between Moore and Norman, but, yeah. Tulsa's green country. It's way more trees. It's yeah. way more hilly. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just stuff like that where I'm kind of like, I'm yeah, like, Tulsa. And I'm like, but I'm totally out of this right now. I'm kind of on the flip side of that, actually, like with Walking Dead. Because Walking Dead is filmed around where I grew up. But it's but takes place in various different places like Virginia and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's a, um, like a character dies in like season seven or something in a neighborhood I drove through all the time. Like and there's a, there's like a full episode where they're walking on a street that I drove on all the time, and it was fucking weird to see these places, like seeing forest in place, yeah. yeah, a neighborhood that I drove through all the fucking time to go to the store to go to do anything, and like just seeing it and seeing it like overrun, like like overgrown mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm like, man. But would you say that adds to it? Honestly, it kind of detracts from okay. it. Okay. 
Because it, it takes to, me it, it, at at first level, it takes me away from the location it's supposed to be at. Yeah. Like I'm immediately like, oh, it's in Peachtree City, Georgia. When in actuality, it's okay. right yeah. outside, like, Alexandria, Virginia. I just yep. feel like, as, as much as the show has already gone into it, and again, if you have not seen it, it's literally the first ten minutes of the episode, of, of the first episode of dealing with the 1921... Oh, yep. the Tulsa Race Riots. So, yep. Yes. Um, that, and I've talked about the two, this with the two of you, I've yes. talked about this with other people. Um, Talk about it for millions of fans. <laughs> that... It's interesting, and this was – I saw it on, on Reddit. It was someone that had retweeted that they said that I'm kind of ashamed. I've lived in, Tol- in Oklahoma my whole life, and I had no idea this kind of thing happened. Um, there were other tweets that I saw that, that um, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, I started watching it. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, Watchmen is – it's the kind of pseudo – it's not really – you know, the right. kind of play on history in some areas. Okay, you know, this is interesting. And then to come find out this really happened, yep. so I was mortified, like – all of the research that I've done on my own, and that is me, I, I love history, I got my minor in history, um, and me living in Tulsa, that that was incredibly accurate, and mm-hmm. was, I know that G.T. Bynum, the mayor of Tulsa, um, went on Twitter and publicly thanked uh, the producers, the creators of the show, just saying, thank you for finally putting this mm-hmm. on, not, I guess, film, I mean, yeah. The silver screen. In a way that is able for people to understand just how bad it was. And yes, the airplane probably happened. The issue is there were so few reports of what happened. Um, There are so few people that are left alive that were there when it happened. um, And no one really bothered to write anything down about what happened. And it happened so quickly, too, Mm -hmm. um, that there's a lot of mixed things. But um, yes, yeah, the airplane... Dropping bombs probably actually happened. There's there are multiple eyewitness reports of that happening. And Matt, um, you said something about like that that might have been like the first. I think he of is something. right. Yeah, if it did, I, I saw something that a lot of historians at least regard this as the first bombing of a civilian. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah, aerial bombing of civilians. Yeah, yeah. World War One. They were just starting to chuck grenades out of. Yeah, I guess by I mean, the end of it, they were into fights. bombing. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I mean in terms of when it came to bombing, right? Uh, it started out as. Uh, dogfight started out as the pilots just had pistols and started shooting at each other, which I kind of love the idea of that. Um, I really, really want to see that in Star Wars Episode Nine. Like, just whip out a blaster and space guns j- jam up, and so he like puts on a space mask and just starts shooting. Out blows the up a Tie Fighter, and we'd all rant about it for the next six years. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. By the end of the war, they had bombs, but it was just on enemy lines. Right. And so yeah, this would have been if assuming it did happen, which right. I, I for one assume that it did. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, I, living in Tulsa though, it's like I was saying while we were watching this episode that the, the Tulsa Police Department, all of their uniforms have the correct patch that they wear on the side. That is what the Tulsa Police Department's patch actually mm-hmm. looks like. That's the good. Tulsa and that font, and they had the seal right. But as far as everything else, that's not what the cars look like. That's not yeah. what downtown Tulsa looks like. It's very obvious. Like, I mean, there's also not electric trucks. Well, yes, but that's per the that's <laughs> so, per that's per the world that exists. Yeah, but yeah. just my my point being, like, I kind of wish that they would at least if if they've already poured this much into Tulsa and it's going to continue to be Tulsa at least from what we know in the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really wish that. They would have at least done some kind of on set. I get it's a lot easier to film in Georgia. Yeah. It's a lot easier to get your stuff, your film credentials and everything. Mm-hmm. But at least something. Yeah. And, you know, have 
aerial shots of Tulsa or something like that to at least be like, okay, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm buying into this. But, Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. My initial thoughts were like, I mean, it does what I like when it, what it does. Words. It does what I like that shows do grammar, maybe where when it's the first, like it's the second episode. After the first episode, we had a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. The first thing this episode did was answer some of those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it just gave you more bigger questions. Yep. yep. And it's like, okay, so I'm not, it's not the, like, it's not lost where you're just constantly getting more questions and never getting answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, we're getting answers to questions, like some of the questions. Also Lindelof. Oh, yep. shit. Yeah. He's learned. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> uh, like, it answers some of the questions from the first one, but then it expands some of the questions from the first one. And it throws in some whole new questions. And it throws this in some new ones. blows up the world in some interesting ways. Yeah. And we're on the second episode. Like, what the fuck, Ozymandias? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So also, the soundtrack. It's so good. Reznor. Trent Reznor, just, just killing it. I was yeah. asking Matt. I told... Uh, Said to Matt, obviously, Mr. I've never played a video game mm-hmm. before. You've never played Call of Duty Black Ops 2. I might have played a, a few Call of Duties with friends. It's, I'm not going to notice this. Okay, one. yeah, if you, whatever you would have. Did you ever play Black Ops 2? Eh, some. Um, In passing. Trent Reznor did the soundtrack yeah. for Black Ops 2, and that was coming right off of uh, Social Network. Yeah, and he got replaced by uh, Sarah Schoenbar- Schoenbaumer, who ended up doing... Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Matt's oh. like way out of his depth. I didn't know that. Was he supposed to do Origins? Huh? Was he supposed to do Origins? No, she she replaced him in the uh, uh, Call of Duty games. Oh, gotcha, 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 yeah, gotcha. Sarah, yeah, Sarah something. I'm, from what I understood, that was a one time they got him to do it and they were excited about it. And he uh-huh. was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> See but, you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... That soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah, yep. And it's and this soundtrack is fantastic. This soundtrack is yeah. I'm really, I really, this. really love. I told Matt when we were walking out the um, and you'll hear it. Yeah, it's they played a bunch in the first episode. Shockner. and they can play more. Not shooting bomber or anything. Oh, Shockner. Shockner. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. She's done. Um, but oh, the, she um, did Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare, like the new Modern Warfare. So she's okay. doing the stuff now. Okay, okay. sweet. Um, but uh, you know the descending piano tune or the the theme that we've got now i didn't know now. the notes but i was just fucking in love with the fact uh, yes. that it was like old muted piano yes i'm really loving the theme for it so yeah, yeah this is this is a soundtrack i want and i don't even know what i'm gonna where i'm gonna yeah. have it in my life but last soundtrack it. that i was for a tv show that i was like or a new tv show that i was genuinely like yes this is really good has been uh westworld okay Westworld soundtrack is uh, it's the yeah. same guy that did uh, uh, Game, Gelati, yeah. yeah Game of Thrones yeah it's the theme is great but there's there's definitely the yeah it's just highly recommend just All right. completely out of context just go listen to the soundtrack it's one of those <laughs> okay okay um does anyone think Doctor Manhattan's on Earth and is a character that we have already met nope no honestly I hope and I think this is gonna happen I think Doctor Manhattan is just like gonna stay fucked off like i think the idea of this well, we is did... the fact is oh the... we didn't even watch the, t- the yeah i mean he's on mars no we didn't watch the teaser for next week oh oops oh well. 
<laughs> in the t- last week's teaser for the whole season. Remember at the very end, there were the blue hands? Oh, I don't think we saw that. I don't know. Yeah, it was in the... Um, I think I think the idea is the fact that he's out there and that's all... Like, his godness, just the fact that he's out there does enough. He doesn't need to be here. That's kind yeah. of why he went. Is like because he's like I am beyond this. I have transcended all of this, mm-hmm. and the fact that he exists is enough. Like the fact that we saw a video of him like literally building a sandcastle on Mars and then deciding he wanted to destroy it so yep. he could probably restart. He probably made one mistake and was like, "Fuck it." Um, I think assuming Doctor to... Manhattan makes mistakes, yeah. I think he's just gonna stay fucked off, and his presence in the world and everyone's knowledge of his existence is enough to just spark more more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I like that. I kind of feel like they're going to pull him out of their pocket at some point. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, that's why I said, like, I kind of think and I hope. Yeah. But my the pessimistic side of me is they're going to bring him in halfway through and he's just going to fuck everything up. Yep. Uh, I feel like if anything, I left he's going to be the for 30 years and this is what happened. <laughs> well, he wouldn't, under- he wouldn't well, he would understand. He wouldn't, like, perceive that 30 years. Oh, he would have when he left. I mean, he sees all of time now. Yeah. So I, he knows what's... The What's way the way that I heard someone describe it is like you he is simultaneously understanding time in a nonlinear fashion. The way that I a, visualize all, it and also in the first and third person. Okay. Okay. So well, it's he knows the whole story as it's happening and is experiencing it from the first and from a bird's eye. The way I visualize time from a next dimensional uh, perspective is if you have the film, the roll of film laid out in front of you so you see every frame in front of you and you can just like look around at the beginning of that roll of film and the end of that roll of film and see it all at once and you can kind yeah. of just perceive it all yeah. rather than you're like when you're playing the film you're seeing the cross section of it as it goes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of how I visualize it where he can just kind of like, like it's it's for him as it's simple as turning his head is for us as looking at our surroundings to see 1862, his consciousness is tethered to the fourth dimension. Okay. I can get way too sciencey with this. Uh, my brain hurts. Yeah. Um, can we talk about how Looking Glass is a very interesting character and I love the way he's written? Yes. Shiny Sh- Dome. Shiny Face. Oh, Shiny Face, yeah. I just... Uh, Which, side note, I mentioned it while we were watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is from Oklahoma and he's a f- huge Sooners fan. Oh, fuck yeah. Good. Yeah, the real actor. Like <laughs> fucking white supremacists. Yeah. He also he feels like the sort of the Rorschach of this show, but not like ripping just, off Rorschach, just just a very different person. Yeah, well, it was the whole him keeping the mask on. Yeah, not a spoiler. Eating. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's very Rorschach. But at the same time, he's like he's unique too. Just yeah. his, his mannerisms and his way of speaking. And well, also I like the idea though that it's and this may end up playing into it. I mean, maybe spoiling things here. We're but speculating, speculation, speculation. That 
the point of the Rorschach mask is you get your own interpretation of what you're seeing in it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he, what's his name? Looking glass. What is his face? It's a mirror. A mirror. Yeah. You're oh. getting out what you're looking into it. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of like. We'll that. see if that plays into anything. Yeah. But they're yeah. just him having it on all the time is getting a little weird. Have we seen his face yet? Yes, did we, we did in the first episode. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We see him before he puts the mask on. He's talking with the chief. Gotcha. Um, well, now that he's left it on, it's a little weird. Yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah. I think we wanted to establish that he is a just a person. Probably. Yeah. And then start to emphasize how weird he is from that starting point um, that was my neck nice <laughs> uh carter made a good point soviet union totally still exists in this yep. world yep he caught the they said leningrad at one point uh yeah i think they were talking about the there was that thing in the first episode where when he was interrogating him he said do you think that the i forget what they keep calling the squid thing the squids is a something yeah. made by the government he was like I, I don't know whatever mm-hmm. Uh, they were at a news station and the two guys were talking, which is very reminiscent of the two uh, news people from the movie. I guess the comics. I know in the movies. Yeah. The t- yeah. Um, talking about the news uh-huh. uh, where he was saying, like, so simultaneously in Tulsa, in the first episode, we get the squid drop mm-hmm. thing um, that like Tulsa and Jakarta and like two other, two or three other cities and Leningrad. Yeah. Um, and it took me until later when somebody in the episode mentions they're a communist, which is a great moment, uh, that I went, <laughs> I mean, oh, communism. Communist. Communism. I wonder how that's working out. And then I realized, oh, wait, Leningrad. It is working In our out. world, for those of you that don't know or in the real – In our, in our timeline, uh, after this fall of the Soviet Union, uh, Leningrad was, I guess, renamed back Re- to renamed, uh, yeah. St. Petersburg, which is what it was historically. See, this um, is the reason – so people out there – I'm just going to say this. Carter and Matt and Brendan are the reasons that when we go to trivia night every Thursday night, I just hate myself and I spiral <laughs> because I'm fucking stupid and I don't know anything. You guys are aware that like I answer every third question almost always wrong, but then the other two questions I don't answer. I'm just fucking stupid. If you look at D&D stats, my wisdom's really high because I'm really wise. I give great advice and like uh-huh. I, I, have, I have intuition, but I'm fucking book stupid. <laughs> mine's yep. always high in charisma surprise yeah <laughs> um but yes but uh the point being that assuming strongly that if leningrad is still called leningrad or yeah uh mm-hmm. that the soviet union still exists which, which makes sense follows logically from the conclusion of the original story yeah that uh and even still with the Zack schneider cut mm-hmm. um that the, all the world powers said kumbaya and gave up war yeah yeah unite against a common enemy for now uh for now but yeah so so union still around which right. means it's a good catch yeah um i'm just very intrigued to see where this goes yeah we're, we're so early on that it's it's not like five seasons in a game of thrones where i highly out. doubt that the soviet union thing will ever materialize in the thing but it's it's I good think, background world building. i think that's in the s uh, that's in the spirit of the comic where there's a lot of sub world building that like you mm-hmm. don't need for the main plot, but yeah. it's yeah. enjoyable to know that that stuff's happening. The world yes. is way it's more like with out me and my D and D campaign. Yeah, like my world continues to happen with or without you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna kick my shoes off. You like my beer socks? I do. Those are very nice. Yes, I appreciate good socks. Yep. I'm not going to try to take my shoes off. I'm just gonna put them 
I feel like I want to get Mine a beer, already, yeah. but since and since we have a guest, you guys can riff while I run and get a beer once we start the actual episode. So I'm probably gonna, I'll, I'll bring you a beer. <laughs> We're also watching Watchmen, so moving on. All right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking tangents. You're the tangent man. Um, so news, real quick. Does that make us the sign over to the cosine? <laughs> ah, <laughs> am I sign? Am I signal man? Sure. That Very is good. Pointed, pressing, sign, Matt, cosine. Yeah. Still hooked. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Oh! Nice! Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is canon. This is Justice Loser's canon. I am sign. Uh, news. And when I say something really just out there and extreme, I am cinch. Hyperbolic sign. News! News! <laughs> What's happened, Matt? Uh, James Bond, No Time to Die, has finished filming. Oh, shit. I mean, surely we'll get some reshoots at some point. Don't call me surely. But... The actual, like, joyous happiness in Daniel Craig's eyes from being done with playing James Bond. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't want to commit suicide anymore. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, no, break this glass and slit my wrists. That's what he said? That's what he said after filming Spectre. He said, someone asked him about doing another one, and he said, I'd rather break this glass and slit my wrists with it. Fucking hell. <laughs> hey, Carter, can you close those curtains? Matt, you slacked on your one job for the set. We're in a rush. I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I do, like, all the actual preparation for recording, and Matt closes the curtains. Yep. That is all he does. It's my one and job. He failed. You fucking bitch. Yep. It's bad. bad cosine. <laughs> uh, more of a secant today. Because you can't see. Because it's like upside down cosine. Shut up. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, so we got a we got a picture of Daniel Craig looking very Amish. He's oh, got overalls. He does. Yeah. Boy, what a. Oh. Yeah. Just, way to shove your <laughs> face on the mic, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'll probably post that on our Instagram or something, or maybe let's retweet it on Twitter. Let's do that. Read, read the twit. All right. I don't know how Twitter works. I don't think I'm logged into Twitter on here. I don't think I'm logged into Twitter. On, yeah, I don't think I'll, I'll find it. What's the, what's, the, what's the website? Uh, it's the No Time to Die official. Okay, I'll find it. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's stupid. I think it's good. It's the, that's the point of a Bond title. Yeah, that's no fair. No time to die. Die another day. Like also, die, this die, one is die. totally, totally going to be about time travel. I've been calling it all along, and when it actually happens, We've I'm going to be right. Outside of this podcast about <laughs> okay. What's going to happen? My my thoughts. What's going to happen? We're not going to get into it. <laughs> that is a long tangent. Keeping us on track. <laughs> all right. Uh, I missed all of that because I'm trying to find this fucking okay. picture. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's something. That's, that's something where we could take the limit of ta as tangent of x goes to moving on pi over two, fucking and we hit a vertical nerd! asymptote and plunge into nothingness. Uh, that's what I want to do. They're rebooting time. Pirates of the Caribbean what? with the guy who did are. Chernobyl is kind of running the show. Okay, I'm interested, but I heard nothing about that. Yeah, uh, I just heard something about it today, and apparently it was. Yeah. It's way too soon. This has not been 20 years yet. Yeah. Well, it? since the first one, no, 15. So the first one was oh 2004, 2003. I mean, think about Spider-Man. Bumblebee? Oh, 
Oh, I just spit on my computer. What a fucking gross-ass bitch. That sounds about right. Yep. Uh, that's really all the news I have, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. Holy shit. It's been kind of a slow news week. Um, um, I learned something about the new Star Wars game that's coming out. The, um, oh, God. It stars the dude who played the Joker in Gotham. That's all I know. Uh, it's what is his name? Uh, Fallen yeah. Order. Yes. Um... He's playing a Jedi, and he's like the. You totally. That was not the correct interaction that should have happened. Nope. I don't really know. You asked about the actor of the guy who played the Joker in Gotham. You said the name of the Jedi game. So you said Fallen Order, and you're like, yep. And I'm like, the name of the actor that played Joker is definitely not Fallen Order. <laughs> That's what I do all the time. That is like 30% of things that I say on this podcast. Anyways, getting off of this tangent before it goes someplace. Um, yeah, basically it was like the, the first kind of footage that they showed was like, um, it kind of seemed like it was going to be like an on-rails, like really like set in stone kind of, you, you'd spend like maybe five hours of a campaign and then that was $50. Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, from what it's looking like now, they've released, they've released a bunch of footage. Um, it's like, it's somewhat open world. You can choose what planet you want to go to. There are kind of tracks that you get on and go on. Um, but it's like, is this the, is this the playing the music to shut up? Like on the Oscars? Is that what this is? Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, a lot of Uncharted influences, um, some kind of Halo influences. No, um, not a Halo. Destiny influences. Okay. Um, it should be actually, it was like, it, I actually was a little more intrigued than I was. I, there was, um, Jack Craig posted a video about it. Okay. Oscars, and it had people like, it looked, it looked gorgeous. Yeah, they've been working on it for like seventy years. Yeah, I mean, in it looks fair. like it's kind of this is the spiritual successor to Force, uh, Force Unleashed. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah, that's my I liked the first one. The second one was a. I played the demo. It's like, yep, nope. <laughs> I, I played like the first ten minutes of the second one. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Um, 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 not not. No. It was kind of a slow news week. It was pretty slow. I mean, there's a whole bunch of like really tiny things. But we don't have to spend time on that. I haven't yeah. really been paying attention to anything for my birthday because my mom. Oh, they're doing Magpie <gasps> and Good, thanks. Fucking they're doing Magpie and Batwoman. Yay. Because they I just don't... need another fucking Batman character oh, yeah. to fill in Batwoman. Of course. You know, not actually using Batwoman's villains. Yeah, because why would you? Fuck. Use the, the actual CW. villains of your actual title character. Fuck it so hard. Right in the goddamn nose. Alright, pull out of the CW CW wormhole here. This is the limit. This is the limit as tangent goes to three pi over two. <laughs> I'm done. Shut You're up, the one. Matt. I'm done. You're the one holding us up here. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. That's all the news. Matt, what you been up to? Wait, cut. We'll do a whatever fucking. That's also the wrong order anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm leaving this in. Even I do that. Shut up. <laughs> I've been doing this for 105 episodes, and I still don't know how this works. Uh, um, so, Matt, what's today? Uh, today we're talking about the best movies of 2017. I will chime in for what I can. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, he, uh, apparently, he did like a bunch of work, too. I have uh, 1,600 words of notes for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of words. Yeah. It's more words than I say. It's going to go quick. All right. No, I'll, we'll get through it. What a year, though. We, had, we we started a podcast that year, so that was that was the big thing that happened. Oh, my God. We've caught up to ourselves. We've yeah. caught up to ourselves. Yeah. We've been for like two years. 
Like two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, two and a half. First movie really? reviewed yeah, was Guardians two. Yep. Yes, yes, it was. This it'll finally be easier for you to remember the superhero movies that came out in the yes, year. Yes, because it's movies we reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. First off, I'm going to jump into the box office top 10, but excluding all superhero movies, all major franchise entries, and all animated movies. That leaves us with three this year. Cool. Number two, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, fuck that. What a waste of a... I don't even Time, know. Time, money, energy, money. Actors. Yeah. No, uh... <laughs> Tangent it. Make this it is one that deserves okay. it. Uh, had I been born a girl, my parents were going to name me Lauren Bell after Bell from Beauty and the Beast, because my sister was obsessed with Bell. Thank fuck you were born a dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I would have been a Maz- Madison Elizabeth, and I want to name my daughter that because I fucking love that name. That's a good name. Uh, I don't know what I would have been. <laughs> Matthew George. <laughs> well, I was almost Jupiter George. Whoa! What? <laughs> they went from... Wow. Roman Zeus over here. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And then they had Mark. Like, what was Mark going to be? Saturn? Uh, Stinky Rabbits. They asked two-year-old Matt what he wanted to name his little brother when he was born, and he said Stinky Rabbit. Oh, my God. Or Matt. Or Matt? Matt. Matt or Stinky Rabbits. Oh, my God. There you go. Matt, you were the worst person in the world. I was also two, and two-year-olds are psychopaths. We all know this. Yes, I have four of them. What? 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 We have a two-year-old podcast. We do! Kind of feels like it's in his terrible two space. I also have a two-year-old instrument. Hey. That's two two-year-olds. Well, there you go. I'm not going to spend the next 30 minutes Let's trying to think of anything it. else Moving I want on. to. Uh, number four on the box office top ten, not counting franchise, animated, or uh, superhero. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. <gasps> I enjoyed that movie. That is way more fun than it had any right that to be. That came out two years ago? Yeah. It was de- it was like December We're 28th. so but... fucking close. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good movie, though. It's... I was thoroughly impressed by that movie. Way better than that any right to be. And just talking about uh, one of the conversations that we had, we were talking about the Terminator series mm-hmm. previously on this episode I was on, and beating a dead horse, and it turning into glue, and it's still trying to use parts of the horse. Yeah. To yeah. Back together with the horse. <laughs> what was it? Beautiful example of just saying, okay, uh, same universe? Maybe? Totally new idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's Beautifully a well done. Really good. Great reboot, but keeping the feeling of the original. Yeah, it's sort of a late sequel slash soft reboot yeah. gray area that lets them have enough freedom and fun, and that yeah, is going to come back. The movie, it's like, it is. Isn't it retcon it? Basically, it's the game turns itself into a video. Yeah, game the game yeah. turns itself into whatever's yeah. most accessible. I don't know why I yep. said, yeah, I have no idea. Yep. Nope. You oh, really should. should. It's on, no, it's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Fucking cool. It's Just another thing movie. that I really should see. <laughs> yep. Add that to the list. <laughs> it's so good, even Kevin Hart can't drag it down. Yo. Brendan Hart? Can Kevin Hart, Hart drag anything right now? <laughs> Is he walking? Yikes. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, We're leaving nah. No. nah, I've been fucking sick of him since he started doing the uh, uh, one of those commercials are on Hulu. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, I work hard and I'm going to make my money work hard too. It's like, shut the flying fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Number seven, It Chapter One. Hey, great movie. Nope. Solid movie. I I mean I enjoy it. It's I not, liked it. It's not perfect. It's a it's a good. I've heard it called gateway horror before, where yeah. it's like 
it's horrifying. It's got a little blood. It's got a couple of nightmares kind of moments, but it's not like saw level bloody or um. Yeah. My think my thinking is like I'm either spending two hours of my life or two hours and fifteen dollars of my life on a movie. I would rather go to have a fun experience that I can enjoy and enjoy being in the world rather than just going. I didn't want to be there. I was not. <laughs> I didn't want to. Why? That's just how I look scary movies. It's not okay. like I'm the the scary movies that I've watched. It's been like okay, you got me a few times. Mm-hmm. Scare, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we know haunted house. If it's like more than ten dollars, not really worth it to me. Okay. You maybe you're watching. Listen the to literally our last episode. Oh, okay. No, it's two oh. episodes ago now because we did Tiercy. Oh, we did Tiercy. That thing we don't. That was not the meta thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about what made a good uh, good horror movie because we talked talked about stuff like it follow. Like we even talked about like, talked smack hard on cheap jump scares. Oh yeah. They're nothing. Like to. Just go listen to the movie. I don't want to take a tangent. Yeah. Just yeah, go yeah, over yeah, that. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, that's yeah. My, of the choice of entertainment that I have, it is never horror or yeah. scary movies. And that's yeah. that's fair. You know, people it, got different tastes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is good. It's um, yeah. It's just a good, solid, well-made horror movie. Yep. With some good coming of age. All right. Uh, the Oscars were dominated by capital V, capital S, capital D, very serious dramas like Call Me By Your Name, The Post, Phantom Thread, Darkest Hour, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, The Shape of Water, and also Get Out, which is not exactly a very serious drama, but it's very good and got a lot of Oscar attention, mm-hmm. and Dunkirk, which is more of a very serious war movie with capital W, capital M, but which is also a pretty great movie, and also... According to our cr- criteria from that horror movie episode, is a really great horror movie because it sustains tension really well. Good. So there we go. Yeah. I think I was here for an episode where we talked about Dunkirk. We basically talked about Dunkirk the whole time instead yeah. of talking about whatever we were supposed I, to talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, Gary Oldman is Churchill. Yeah. I missed nope. that one. It's talking about just in terms of how amazing um, makeup art has become mm-hmm. in turning. Gary Oldman into Winston Churchill was insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gary Oldman looks nothing like Winston mm-hmm. Churchill. Even as Winston Churchill, it was kind of like, okay, you added like 70 pounds of makeup on. Like, yeah. Like legitimately adding like the weight of 70 pounds mm-hmm. in makeup. Yeah. Well, okay. Not literally 70 pounds. But, but also. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. He's up on the mic a little bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really close to a distance mic. <laughs> that his performance was fantastic. Um, the opening of the movie is a really, really cool shot where it's in Parliament. It starts at the top and it kind of like it circles down and then like comes down like to the floor mm-hmm. and then basically pans around the whole room and like to Gary Oldman. It like continuous shot is like two minutes long. Nice. It's actually really, really awesome. That's pretty fun. Um, but uh, yeah, great movie. What did I mean? The trailer showed all the most like Churchilly moments, mm. like him being like, "You can't fight a lion when your head is in its mouth," or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there was like three of those. They showed all of them in the trailer. Yeah. Mm. Um, but a bunch of little good Churchilly. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was only one of those books. I think I saw. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. You saw Dunkirk. Yes. Dunkirk is we already talked about that. great. We've talked about, about it. Talked about it in, in extents. It's fucking amazing yeah. movie. Of the four episodes that I've been on. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Yeah, it's a uh, great exercise to sustain tension. Horrors of war. Yep. Fun. Shepherd Tone. Yeah. A lot of Shepherd Tone. Just 
every level. Great movie. I watched the uh, the movie clips uh, version of Get Out. Yeah. So I saw ten, the ten most important parts of the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you hate yourself or something. <laughs> uh, it's a great movie though. Yeah. It's good movie. Good bits. It's got yeah. good bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's uh. It's literally ten like two minute clips of the movie. Yeah. That just break I down the entire plot. Yeah, I watched it. It was it was on HBO when I was borrowing a password from someone like two years ago. Yeah, and I, I caught it. I've never. If as soon as it pops up on something, I watch it. I just yeah yeah. It's it's great. It's not renting a movie with my girlfriend. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah. It's it's technically a horror movie, but it's more horror with social commentary, and it's uh, it owes a lot to like black exploitation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's Definitely. it's great. Kalu is great uh just really Always. well put together yep uh let's see i saw the shape of water of those which is not as good as the premise wants to be there's a couple of just weird moments that it feels like pops up in guillermo del toro's more serious stuff uh-huh. oh, there's there's always it always feels like there's a couple of things that we just don't need to see and so like the 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 core romance between Mute Lady and Fish Monster is good and well done and well put together. Mm-hmm. Carter's taking a picture or video of me and yeah, um, and uh, but just a lot of weird, uncomfortable side stuff. Like um, we really don't need to see Michael Shannon's butt, but we get to see Michael Shannon's. Do butt. we not? I think we need to see he's Michael got, Shannon's butt. He's got kind of a scrawny, weird Jesus butt. Jesus is on you. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty unzodly cheeks, as far as I can remember. Uh, that was a terrible pun. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I also saw Call Me By Your Name, which is really well put together. It just feels like the story isn't quite interesting enough to justify... I mean... <laughs> Justifies a strong word, but <laughs> drop my phone. Well done. I did record a video, and it's going to be on our Instagram. Great, or it is on our Instagram. Look at that Quan- content, quality content. Just us losers pod at Instagram dot com. Call. How do I how do you, how do I spell quality content? <laughs> quality. No idea. Uh, call me by your name. Yeah, it's uh, Army Hammer's great. Uh, Timothee Chalamet is great. Uh, the just. You know, it's a it's a good coming of age romance story. It's just not a terribly original story. Is the only knock I'd have against it. So the whole time I'm like, yeah, this is good. I'm enjoying this. I'm not absolutely riveted by this. Uh, you know what? I was absolutely riveted by because it was very original and engaging. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, did you like that movie? I liked that movie. I wasn't sure if you liked that movie. I really liked that. movie. I couldn't tell if you liked that movie it was when quite you a good watched movie. it. In, when you watched it in 2017, I didn't fucking stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Francis McDormand's great. Sam Rockwell's great. It's a really original and strange story. Rhodey Harrison's also really great. Watch it. Isn't Peter Dinklage in it? Peter Dinklage is in it. He's really good. He's in it for like two scenes, but he's fantastic. He's always fantastic. Yeah. Except for when he's a giant dude that then kind he's... of seemed to phone it in because he just wanted the money. Yeah. Um, no, Three Billboards is great. It's really harrowing. Um, it's, it's Martin McDonough who did In Bruges um and seven psychopaths both of which i really like and so he's kind of a dark comedy guy this one leans a little more dark than comedy but it's got some really funny bits cool so uh yeah check that one out um although it's not necessarily for the faint of heart 
morally, I guess. Oh, good. And so, I like moral badness. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of moral gray areas. You can tell based on my campaign that I like moral <laughs> ambiguity. Yep. Is moral badness the opposite of immoral goodness? It is now. No, it would be the same because it's two neg- it's it's the it's flipping the negative and the positive. No. Cuz if you're morally you should be doing bad things morally. But here's the thing. If you take the tangent of the first quadrant where it's both positive and the tangent of the third quadrant where it's both negative, it's the same thing. I win! Die in a hole. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Superhero movies. 2017 was a pretty good year for superhero movies. Preston, can you name all six superhero movies movies. that came out in 2017? We do this every 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 one of our years. So, uh, uh, Guardians 2. Yes. Because we reviewed it. Of course. Um... Far from home, not far. Uh, homecoming, uh, yes. Homecoming. Splitterman two. Homecoming. Um, I mean Splitterman. Homecoming. Uh, can I get the 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 companies? How many of each in company? In uh, there's company? three MCU, uh, and one non MCU. Oh no, yeah. There's there's seven. Okay, I lied. One Marvel non MCU, and three DC, but one of them is not obvious. Okay, so I got Spider Man. And I got Guardians, Guardians 2. Yep. This is all just after Civil War, because Civil War was 2016. 16. So it was just after Civil War. Black Panther. 15. Nope. Fuck. That was Black February was 2018. Oh, next year. 2018, okay. yeah. Shit. Uh, Doctor Strange? Nope. Fuck. That was 2016. We already talked Damn about it. that one. Ah! Uh, what did we review? <laughs> uh, this is fun. Uh, okay, so I'm going to... Nope. That was like 20... Nope, that was 2018. That was post-Infinity War. Yeah, don't. Yeah, this is me thing. Fuck off. <laughs> if you can think of, if you can think of them, like think them in your head, but then yep. and then scream and then at me laugh at Preston. And then laugh at me when I'm struggling, like yep. everyone does. Uh, so for the um, other ones, Justice League. Yep. Justice League came out. That was one of the DC ones. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Came so out the summer same year. 2017. So that's the two DCs, and then there's the one two, that's not. the two mainstream DCs, and then there's a not obvious DC that'll become obvious once I say it. Not obvious DC that will become obvious once you say it. Uh, fuck, have I seen it? Yes. You didn't like it. Is it live action? No. Oh! Um, Killing Joke. Nope. Okay, not I'm not, count- I'm not counting that. That's no. a little too... Not live action. Not live action, but... Oh, like... uh, 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 yep. fucking... Yeah. No! Yes. <laughs> it was not that good. Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Gentlemen. Oh! Yeah. All right. Okay, so I've got those three. I've got you're the missing, two MCUs. You're missing one MCU, and you're missing a non-MCU Marvel. Non-MCU Marvel. Uh, oh, f- uh, Fanforstic. Nope. That was 2015. That's, oh, fuck. Uh, non-MCU Marvel. I think you do know. Non-MCU Marvel. Non- don't fucking say it. Non-MCU That was last year. Uh, uh, last non-MCU year? Marvel. It's not that good. Huh? Is it in 2018? Non MCU Marvel. It wasn't Spider Verse. No. Um. That was also last live year. action. Yes. Fucking what am I missing? Can I get? Can give I get you a hint? R rated. Oh. oh, Deadpool. Nope. No, Logan. Yes. <laughs> All right, you're still missing an MCU. I'm still missing an MCU. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into it in just a second. Um. Um. Oh God, this hurts. Uh. Ragnarok. Of course. Yeah. 
How the fuck did I forget Ragnarok? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ragnarok, awesome. Uh, Ragnarok is awesome. Uh, Homecoming, awesome. Solid. Solid. Better than Far, far From Home. Yes. Um, um, really? Yeah. Fucking hell, dude. Uh, Again, hasn't been on anything. It's yeah. true. Well, was in theaters, didn't have any money, was too busy. Yeah. Fuck, what was the other one? Uh, Guardians, Guardians 2. Guardians 2. Sorry. I thought Guardians 2 was entirely solid. I, I, I wasn't was a huge solid. fan. solid. I don't think it hit its points, its, its moments as well as the first one. It hit a couple emotional moments to me, but then overall it was just kind of like, I don't remember any of the movie except for him throwing the, a ball back and forth. I, mean, the, I feel like the third act is just like emotional moment, emotional moment, yeah. emotional moment, emotional moment. Yeah. And by the time Yondu drifts out in space, it's like... Yeah, I remember the funeral. I'm so beaten to a pulp right now. Yep, I remember the funeral. Bit. I remember him tossing the energy ball, ball back and forth with his yeah. paw. Yep. And then I remember that they tried to make Gamora and Nebula have a, an emotional sister, but no one gave a shit. Right. Because <laughs> no one cared about Gamora and Nebula's <laughs> sisterhood. Yeah. Um, uh, then to Justice League. Justice League was a good first, good good attempt. Not great. Had some had some fun moments. I enjoyed Justice League quite a bit. It's a bad bruised, movie. Matt is still recovering from the bruises from when they revealed Green Lantern. I actually watched Justice League like last week. Oh, really? How does it hold up? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's got some problems. Uh, yeah, no. It was a lot better in theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watching it on my TV was like, yeah. oh When I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, I didn't Especially see any of this. after watching, like, that was coming off of Civil War, watching it. Oh, Watching yeah. it after... after Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. The only yep. thing that I really vividly remember is um, Aquaman sitting on the Lasso of Truth. That's yep. Good, that was that funny. Was a good moment. Um, the uh, um, uh, 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 Superman and Cyborg laughing after destroying the thing. Yep. Yep. That was a good moment. Uh, and then um, the Green Lantern yeah. thing. A little cameo. Yeah. Like the real quick, like and, and him getting murdered, and you seeing the ring go off, like that was yep. such a such a very specific thing that like you really need to have an understanding of Green Lantern to know what was going on. Right, that yeah. that ring, like I heard the voice in my head saying, yeah. "Green Lantern Sector twenty four eighteen or twenty eight fourteen. Fuck. I feel like Kill enough me. people unfortunately saw the line in the hope too. Well, but they don't know like the the whole like. The ring finds you, yeah, like because because Ryan Reynolds didn't get taken, did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. I think so. Because he met. Uh, what's his butt? What's the original guy's name? Abin Sir. Yeah. Crashes. Crashes. After being like badly hurt, and the ring's like. The ring says you're. Okay, cool. Out, I, I don't remember that Ryan much. Ryan Reynolds, and then Ryan's like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember I that much. Someone said, "Okay, Google." And my phone is wanting to be helpful. Stop it. I just said it. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't hold up very well. Yeah, not Fair great. enough. I remember uh, really liking the Superman bits, but yeah. that's about it. That yeah, just made me want more Superman. Yeah. yeah. Which, a, be- a different Superman, yeah. Oh, uh, even Henry Cavill. Just, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, a different, yeah. not the Man of Steel Superman. I want some of yes. this Superman. Yeah. yeah, the Superman character. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman was pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's, uh... I have always said that it's about the best virgin. Ah! <laughs> she really is. She is. She is a virgin. Uh, no, it's the best version of the straightforward superhero origin story. Yeah. Uh, well, just about. Except that it totally just takes World War One history and goes, yeah, no. Well, it literally well, yeah, it's, just it's, does it's like Captain idea. America well, with World War One. I. I, no, I literally, well, Captain America, the bad guy is Red Skull, which is very obviously a fictional character. In Wonder Woman, it's Ludendorff. Ludendorff was a real German general. 
who is nothing like Ludendorff in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's not literally Ares, the yeah. god of war. Yeah. I just, if you're going to name your villain or your pseudo villain, your, what do you call I it? I mean, I personally. Secondary After a historical figure. That's like basically having Richard Nixon be the bad guy of your story, but making him like super charismatic and in his 30s. Okay, that's fair. That's I like fair. I like the idea that like uh, of uh, of a historical character, and we, there's something we don't know about him, and they reveal something we don't like something like mm-hmm. ma- mystical like okay. that, where okay. like he's like, secretly um, actually Ares. Like having the bad guy in the first Hellboy movie be Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's straight from the comics, isn't it? It is, but yeah. but still, still, yeah. Yeah. The bad guy yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, that is purely all of Assassin's Creed. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> all um, right. Uh, you, Lego, Lego, Lego Batman. It's just watched on airplane. Very airplane movie. It's, Very airplane movie. I mean, it, I... Was, it's not, a, was not as strong as Lego movie. It's a kid movie. It's much more a kid movie appealing yeah. to kids with Batman than Lego movie is appealing to, like, an audience this is true. Yeah. with Legos. Okay. It's the Incredibles 2 to Incredibles yeah. 1. Yeah. yeah. Um, to me, the moment where um, Alfred, Lego Alfred asked Lego Batman, he's like, are you having another, like, moment? And he says, like, you did and lifts off. Oh, all of those. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like when it cut to the Adam West dancing, like yes. that was that killed me. That was hilarious. Yeah. Other than that, not a lot of strong moments in the movie. Yeah. It was not very memorable. Rememberable, memorable. Memorable. I remember really liking it when I watched it, but thinking back, Lego Movie stuck in my head a lot better. Yeah. I don't even remember. I, I think I saw the second Lego Movie. That's a whole other story. But I don't even know if I did. I feel like they just had Lego Movie, and they had a couple like executives sitting in a movie theater when Lego Movie came out. And they heard all of the kids. We can do everything with this. All of the kids, like the wild laughter of children mm. at like the Batman, like the, uh, darkness, like that thing. And so they're like, "We're making a movie on that, and we're gonna make it a Batman movie for kids with Legos." And that's yep. exactly what it was. And when I went to it with my me expecting a good movie and also Batman, me. like yeah. I was just like, "This is just bad." <laughs> yeah. This is not bad what I enjoy. Man. This is bad. This is bad, man. Yep. Don't be a dick, Grayson. Yeah. Um, and then Logan. Logan, great. <laughs> Fucking Fantastic. amazing. Yep. Cry every time. So good. Every time. It's, it's interesting. Turns the cross to an X, but it's just like, uh, yeah! uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's a beautiful movie. It's a great movie. It, it's oh, it's the, like, the epitome of what I think DC is going for now, where it's just like, just make a good movie with this character. Yeah. You can make it outside of the world. Um, Nerd Rider, if you ever watch any of his Oh, he's videos, fantastic. He's a, he did one that was talking about Logan and what Logan means to the superhero genre. Yeah. And that it is what makes Logan so emotional for us is the fact that Hugh Jackman has been Wolverine. For our entire lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, 2000 and was the first one? 2000. So four years of our life was did not – actually, three like three, three of yours, four of four ours. Yeah. Um, Logan, it was basically talking about it's the, the prestige of the superhero genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That what the movie does so well is it just pulls all of that away. Yeah. Yep. It is, this is the man who, even though he didn't in the movie, has been wearing spandex his whole life and mm-hmm. is now retired mm-hmm. and is struggling to have a life in a world that no longer is there. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of the first superhero mo- superhero movies to transcend the superhero genre and yeah. become something different. It's like a followed modern and then followed later by like Joker. Yeah. Did the same like a, thing. Yeah, it's a it's a modern western like No Country for Old Men or yeah. Sicario or something just with a superhero character yeah. and with all that metatextual weight of this is Hugh Jackman and uh what's his face McBaldo's last run. What's his face McBaldo. It's Sir fucking John. Jean-Luc Picard, you dumbass. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> That's him. That's the one. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> Sir C. Dame Judi Dench. There it is. Oh, man. Dame Judi Dench should play Professor Dame, X. Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. I give up. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, what about franchise? It's kind of a weak year for franchise movies and sequels that were not superhero movies. I feel like we're missing a movie we didn't. Uh, oh, actually, I did have a couple tangents I wanted to take off of Logan. Um, twenty seventeen is interesting because it has the two best movies ever to come out with the word Logan in the title. Sorry, Logan's Run. Uh, Logan and Logan L- Lucky. Logan Lucky, yeah. Oh God, I love that movie. Ocean Seven Eleven. Oh, so good. so good. That's just an incredibly fun one. Have you seen that one yet? Did you say Ocean Seven Eleven? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh, uh, it's literally Ocean's Eleven. Just it's the same. Pitch. It's Steven Soderbergh. He did Oceans, the Oceans movies, yeah. but it's got Channing Tatum and Adam Driver and yeah. Daniel Craig with bleach blonde hair and a ridiculous voice. I hate that. I'm gonna get naked. And his name's and his name's and his name's Joe Bang. Jesus Christ. No, it's it's a really good it's movie. It's, awesome. it's yeah. It's a that's one that like I say you should watch all these. This is one you should watch sooner rather than later. It's okay. right up your alley. It's funny. It's heartfelt. It's great. It's really funny. Yeah. Noted. Um, speaking of R-rated superhero movies, you were never really here. Is a 2017 movie? That I've been here every about? single episode, sir. You never really were here, though, were That's you? That's true. You I was, I was zoning out all the time. No, that one's a super indie movie with Joaquin Phoenix in the yep. lead as a loner type guy. Did I make you watch this one? Nope. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix in the lead role of a movie playing a loner? Play, yeah, wow. playing a violent loner. What a stretch! Wow. Yeah. It's really great, though. He's got a big, bushy beard and kills people with a hammer. Big, bushy and beard! The less I say about the movie, the better I think it makes it. Okay. So I'm going to leave it That's at like that. That's like going into The Hunt. Yeah. I have told everyone to watch it, but I have told everybody to go into it without reading the synopsis of it before watching it. You should watch The Hunt. Watch the fuck? You should not. Sure I have. You should not read the synopsis. Re- watch The synopsis. Hunt and do not read the, read the synopsis. Yep. Glad we've cleared that up. Moving on. Uh, other franchises or sequels, kind of a weak year 2017 was. We had Fart of the Furious, mm-hmm. which I didn't see. <laughs> I, I saw it. What'd you think? Was it okay. Fart? Okay. Okay. We have saved this the majority of this tangent for another episode when Fast 9 comes out. Yeah. Basically, um, old Fast and Furious, as a car guy, great movie because car. Uh, New Fast and Furious, bad movie, because car don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is the simplest answer. Um, I don't really understand the heightening and, like, you just keep raising the bar. It's, we're playing a game of Limbo, and you took the bar, and we're now on top of the the Empire State Building. Like, what is the point of this? Like, yeah. I get the whole, it's a good, like, all-around, like, everybody can kind of, you know, relate to it, and it's mm-hmm. this over-the-top kind of movie, but it's, you know, at this point, like, The Rock is straight up, what is his name, Hobbs, 
Hobbs is straight up a nigh godlike individual. Yeah. And it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. You know what? You know what's gonna what's happening is they're building to a Moana crossover in 2024 with there the Rock oh, secretly revealed. Here we go. As what's his face, McBeefy. And and uh, Jason Statham's character is gonna be an Expendables crossover. Yes. And they'll bring in all of the action oh, from the 80s. That would be the worst thing ever, and I'd love it. I would love it so much. <laughs> Fuck's I just sake. Making a note right now. I want to do an episode with the two of you, or we can do it. What's the what's the shit we usually do now, Steven? Booze and booze. Booze and booze with the Expendables, all three of them. Yes. I love those movies. We gotta. We really gotta record the next one. You should get on that because you weren't on that. You weren't on the last one, so we might have. It might be you and Tiercy for our next one. Uh, I think it's Fan Four Stick. Fan Four Stick. Oh God, I haven't seen it. Me neither. Or Green Lantern. <laughs> right. We haven't said. I'd rather watch Fan Four Stick because I haven't seen it. Uh, Pirates 5 and the subtitle Disney acquired the rights to the immortal soul of 2008 Academy Award winning actor Javier Bardem and for mysterious and nefarious reasons decided this was the best way to torture him. You're getting very good at those. Yep. You used to we're flub not. those fucking hard we're but you were able to do that so perfectly <laughs> I'm impressed. Listen, I appreciate no, it. That is not sped up. That, that was, was, that that was, was literally that. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was not at .5 speed. That was, uh, that was yeah. That would be slower. 1.5 speed. There you go. Yep. That was that was Matt just saying that. That was me riffing. How many times did you practice that? Zero. Well done. High five. Don't hit the mic. I really hope those high fives sounded shit through the mic. They yep. sounded like absolute fucking shit. I oh, can yes. guarantee it. For sure. No, not like crisp up close, but like that background. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Pirates 5 is bad. See it? it's, a, it's a waste of Javier Bardem and... The first act is weirdly good because it's kind of just like a little self-referential, just like all hey, the pirates are despondent and broke, and they're like, what do we do? And then it's got a couple of really fun, ridiculous set pieces, and then it just turns into generic action-adventure ripoff with canned emotional beats, and it's no good. Yeah. There's been a video in my YouTube recommendations that's like an hour long, and it talks about how the original trilogy of Pirates of the Caribbean is secretly a masterpiece, and I've never sat down for an hour to try to I'd rather I'd rather sit down for two and a half hours and watch the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Transformers Five subtitle Excalibur. Nope. Nope. Wait, what? That's not the real subtitle, but it was about Excalibur, sort of. Yeah. Uh, I I, I actually watched the uh, the movie clips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, there we go. Um, They're a great thing when you want to see a movie but you can't find it. God, that is a weird movie. Mm-hmm. It just I haven't seen it. The whole thing is Michael Bay has made and it's I guess from a I haven't watched me putting in air quotes I haven't watched any of the MCU standard of mindset of mm. saying I'm just gonna make a movie and who the heck cares about continuity and canon yeah. yeah that it's just like the Transformers series has just gone off the rails of being like and they were human they were knights. Yeah. Hey, on the round table, also had Transformers. Yeah. On the bright side, it killed the franchise dead enough for them to do Bumblebee. Yeah, which I didn't see, but heard was decent. Yeah, that was exactly. What are we standing on? On anything else in that franchise? Just let him die. I mean, we got a Bumblebee. Bumblebee was okay. Maybe it's like do like a DC level recovery where you're like, okay, maybe that's not what we need to do. We need to focus on like one one of them at a time. And this is the thing about all of. Fuck LaBeouf. The toy movies. The toy movies that we got through the past 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Was they were playing off a level of nostalgia that was moderately relevant. 
Yeah. All the toys have gone away. All the millet. No, I guess Gen X. Gen X? Yeah. All the Gen Xers. Yes, my dad. Yes, our parents. Mm-hmm. My parents. My dad played with G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, Joe, I did too. Girls, Transformers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. all the toys had gone away. There was that nostalgia factor. They were the ones that bought the tickets. Right. Yeah. All of these kids now that are. The, or the kid, like when I was a kid and I went and saw Transformers, I knew what Transformers were because my dad told me about them. Mm-hmm. It was a TV show, and then and when the movie, if the trailer dropped, he was like, "Hey, like, you know, he sat me on my lap. We went through the whole Wikipedia article kind of thing. He <laughs> told me all about it. Like, that's, I mean, oh Scott, that's Scott. Um, <laughs> but then when the movie came out, I loved the first Transformers movie. I went out and bought all the toys. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so for me with Bumblebee, it's like, okay, this was not my nostalgia. Okay. And I'm not nostalgic about someone else's nostalgia. And it's it's But I think it's just it's kind of like To me it seems like they're with it's Bumblebee. It's not a comic book. It's not a comic book. Comic books are I mean we're in a, a era where comic books are relevant and every single comic book that has come out is up for grabs when it comes to making a movie. Yeah. You can draw yep. from any source that you want. Yep. With Transformers you've got a TV show and a couple of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like or I guess a couple of TV shows, but you're not gonna go to a kids' TV show from the '90s to base your whole entire movie off of. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's comic Grant as well. Oh yeah. Um, Aren't we getting like a He-Man movie soon? Probably. Yep. But that's my point. I just I go ahead. I think with Bumblebee, it's less about the toy and more about them just going for a good movie centered yeah. around. It's like it's like the Joker, where it's less about. DC the Joker more about the movie it just happens to be centered around a, a comic character and I think that's why I was saying like with with uh, Transformers they could be going on they could go on uh, a uh, DC level like reparation with reparation repair uh, of their franchise uh, by just nixing the fact that it has to be so focused on its source material and more it's surrounding it. Cause that's, I feel like why Joker did so well is because it didn't just go, look, it's the Joker. It's Mark Hamill. He's going to fight Batman. Yes. I think also part of the reason Joker did well. And the same way that the same reason that Venom did well is it was a little, it was why Joker did better than Venom. The Joker had a kind of word of mouth factor. Mm. Oh yes. Like, Yo, you got to go see this thing. This, yeah. this is amazing. I it, still haven't seen it, but I've been recommended to Joker, Joker, every movie that's come out since I made this point on the podcast like a year mm-hmm. ago has, has just done – is a nothing but further my point that you can tell how good a movie is going to be purely based on how loud the executives are about it and what early reactions are. Because every time you hear like yeah. the Disney top executives are like, this is the best fucking movie ever, you get like a really shit movie. But if you hear, like, the Joker, where, like, they said nothing. Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to get everyone to go on the first day. Because word of mouth is going to kill it in a week. But then the Joker is still making a fuck ton of money because of people like you who are, like, haven't had a chance to see it. But people like us who are saying, go fucking see it. Here's a question for you, though. If the Joker movie, the entire plot of the movie, was set around a guy living in 1970s New York... The Joker is what brought people to it. The movie is what brought people out of it to tell other people to go to it. There you go. 
That's what Bumblebee, 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 I think, was trying to go for. That took me so that many was, tries. That was a bumbling statement. <laughs> uh, that's what I think that tra- Transformers, and really any franchise could go for, is it's the Bumblebee that brought them to it. It's the movie that brought more. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's my point. That's that's one of Preston's uh, classic, out of nowhere, very intelligent point. All right. But everything else I say is fucking idiocy. <laughs> all right, we'll take it. Put it on the chalkboard. Yes! Uh, Write mo- all of that on a chalkboard. <laughs> uh, moving on. King Arthur, subtitle Excalibur. I saw that movie. I did too, recently, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I think I may have actually talked about it on one of the episodes. Possibly. Let's rehash a little bit. Uh, basically, I'm going to go get a beer while you guys do this. Do it. Oh, God. I've heard of him. It was this kind of thing of, I genuinely, genuinely think. And this was while Game of Thrones was still on. Mm-hmm. The movie would have done substantially better as a TV show. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. Eight-hour TV show would have been interesting at the very God, least. the hubris going into that movie. They had already signed a seven-picture deal yeah. before that movie hit theaters. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, it wasn't bad. I think and the, the weird thing is, I know. Mythological story, right? I know that it's it's supposed to be England, it's supposed to be Britain, mm-hmm. but it's you know, oh, it's magical kind of thing. Kind of felt like Westeros, but <laughs> I was almost taken aback. Westeros works because Westeros feels believable. Then there's dragons, right? The dragons are done in a way where it all fits within. With King Arthur, they're straight up like a thousand foot tall elephant walking in the first 10 minutes of the movie as a speed first 10 seconds what is going on yeah that's like the opening shot there were so many things that i think i know it's like when you get to scout there's like the a bunch of dudes are coming to the base to like storm the barracks that they're at or something yeah and he gets excalibur and then it's like this big cloud of smoke and he just is like you get these like quick shots of him going he basically like slows down time or something it was like it totally took away from that in yeah. my opinion, because it was, I mean, it's, it's the same kind of thing with um, uh, Mission Impossible, with them doing the, the live skydive shot mm-hmm. last, with Fallout, mm-hmm. but then they cloud everything with the clouds, and you're done with Super Storm. It takes away from what that shot could have been, mm-hmm. that by masking all of that in the whole, like, oh, you know, he's so fast, and there's all this stuff going on that you can't tell what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's just, basically what you did, did was do a shaky cam fight scene, but without shaky cam. Yeah, pretty much. I got nothing from that other than, wow, there was a big puff I of may be a fucking idiot. Are we not recording? You might not have your button pressed. Let me just keep talking. I'll fix okay. it. Okay. Oh, no. I'll fix it. We'll be okay. Keep talking. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, you're not recording. Hang on a second. Okay, pause. Okay, keep going. Okay. You are now recording. Wow. But you've been talking loud enough. I think most of it's on there. Oh, God. It'll be okay. It'll be weird. We've released worse quality episodes. Go on. Oh, okay. So many times. Okay. Anyways, but it's just, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> that the, if had the movie gone more the route of either doing it a little bit more realistic or doing it a little – or just straight diving all the way into the fantasy. Yeah. I think there was a little too much on the fence about it. Um, oh, we did talk about this. We did talk about this. Mm-hmm. We talked about the marketing with the movie. Mm. The marketing was straight all over the place yeah. with the movie. The first trailer was like, 
um, very serious. The second trailer was like a funny trailer, and then the third trailer was Led Zeppelin. Right. Like, the, Warner Brothers basically said, I don't know how to market this movie. We're just going to literally throw everything at the wall and see what sticks with people. And people end up going to theaters very confused. Well, that yeah. sounds like a movie that came out the next year. No, that dev. That came out. Suicide Squad came year? out the year previous year. Yep. Yeah. The Suicide Squad was a progression of the yeah. Warner Brothers not knowing what to yeah. <laughs> the the movie didn't change that was the difference between Suicide Squad and this movie was King Arthur was the same movie that got filmed and left the cutting floor to making it to theaters. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide Squad <laughs> You're right. talking about King Arthur for like a solid three minutes. Yeah. Just, just, it was the movies we saw. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um I wanted that movie to be good. Yeah. Um what was his name? What was his name? Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. I want to like Charlie Hunnam. The things I've seen him in, I'm like, man, I really want to like you. It's like Jai Courtney. I really yeah. want to like Jai Courtney. I do like Jai Courtney. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, but Charlie Hunnam, and I know part of it was he did. He spent so long on, um, what was Sons the of bi- biker? Yes, Sons of Anarchy. That he lost his British accent. He had to go to um, a speech therapist to regain his British accent. That's funny. And his British accent is bizarre in King <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. It's kind of like he's kind of doing it, but it's like it sometimes goes American, and it's it's like, what is going on with your voice? So um, it's like me in D&D. Kind of, yeah, actually. Like, when I, you know, it's funny, because I'm from the South, so I've got a pretty good Southern accent. That Whoa. just went Wisconsin. That sometimes isn't there, and that fucking case happens. In point. I, case in point, exactly. I have, all of my orcs have a Southern accent. And sometimes they go Midwestern, or sometimes they go British, and it's I mean, fucking absurd. I mean, mine's, mine's pretty easy to keep going, because it's always Well, because you don't have to balance 38 different fucking people every day. Exactly. Moving on. <laughs> King Arthur, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, alien Covenant. Did anyone see Alien Covenant? <laughs> nope. Well, on the bright side, it killed the Alien franchise. Cool. Again. Sort of. <laughs> Maybe do uh, the thing. Maybe they do the thing I said. Yep. Kingsman yeah. 2, The Golden Shower. Remember when I made that joke on our before and after review and it almost ended up paying off, but then we never released it because, like, the technology never worked? The Golden Shower? What? Yeah. So, what? in the summer of 2017, we were going to try to do before and after reviews of movies. And I started making right. a joke. I started making a joke out of the titles, and so there was... Uh, there was this one, which I called Kingsman 2, The Golden Shower, and then there was Blade Runner 2049, which I called Blade Runner 4069. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was very clever with both of those. And then my Golden Shower joke almost paid off, because there is, like, a there's a moment where he's supposed to seduce the woman, and he, like, sticks his finger up her, and it's oh. weird and uncomfortable. But he's, like, he, he has to oh, leave yeah. so he can go pee. He's like, I really gotta go pee. And she's like, oh, you can just do it on me. And I punched you because my joke you paid did. off. You did. You punched me. I was, that's well the, done. That was the only thing I liked about that movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah. I'm just disappointed. I mean, in West Virginia. Okay. Another mama. Holy crap. I literally, we talked about, I talked about this one too. Because we yep. talked about world building. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh. Basically, because uh, we talked about um, with, in context of John Wick and the Equalizer. I mm-hmm. used kingsman as an example of mm-hmm. fantastic world building and then this was kind of an expansion of is there like okay we know there's an american branch of the kingsman is there like a russian branch is there like a german branch is mm-hmm. there like a chinese branch like we've got yeah, all these swedish other things branch. oh no we, uh, our theory was they were going to do a swedish branch after this because she's going to go she and Eggsy mm-hmm. are going to go off and live in sweden i yeah. am super pumped for the next one the king man king's man king's yep. man yeah that one looks fun this is i think the next logical step 
mm-hmm. of you, you went to in terms of world building and making plot lines that are not going to work. You went spatially outwards. Time to go time wise outwards. Well, you went way well, to way too big, way too quick by going back time wise. Yeah. yeah, by having the whole you put the bandage on, you can repair a bullet wound of the head. Like yeah, you, no. j- you whoa. No, 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 no. That is a we massive plot there. pant. Thank plot, you very much. Yeah. No. Plot pant. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Plot point yeah. you can't uh, recover from. So, yeah. speaking of John Wick, John Wick 2. All right. So, all three of them together, I know they're making a fourth one. I always mm-hmm. said that the second one did a fantastic job, again, of expanding the world in a good and proper way. I liked there was a comment when he goes to Rome and meets the owner of the Continental in Rome and the mm-hmm. owner of the, the the hotel is like you're not here for the pope are you and he's like no that that's, <laughs> that's like one moment. of the not okay like things to do like little stuff like that it's yeah. little details that help have you never seen it I saw the first one okay um you, did you see the third one no okay yeah you should, I honestly again put that on the list it's already on the list. Look. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here drinking my beer. His watch list is longer than mine. It's just not codified. Yeah. There were things, though, like the uh, the bulletproof suit that were a little too gimmicky. That yeah. It was like, okay, you're simplifying yeah. something here that I like the address in the third one. I haven't seen the third one. Oh, I'm you really sorry. I know I need to. So. I just, two left me kind of unenthusiastic. Wow, you haven't seen a movie? What the fuck, Matt? You should always see you should always have seen every movie I have well you know what movies. your third guest has seen it <laughs> my point being the third one does a good job of expanding the world like the first one or the second one mm-hmm. but is in more of the feel of the first one okay. that's good because i like i like the first one sort of there is a bigger and more mysterious world out here we're just going to touch on little bits of it and the second one feels like it f- fills in the cracks a little too aggressively almost for me I wanted that mystery. Yeah, the, well, the third one does more of that, but opens up much, much larger cracks. Okay, I think that's that's good. I, and I, I hope the like fourth that. one they don't really answer the fourth. It leaves you on a big clip, about cracks cliffhanger, and filling them and opening yep. them. All right, uh, moving on. I talked about Blade Runner. 24. We've got twenty minutes. I've talked about Blade Runner for twenty sixty nine. Didn't briefly. see it. Still haven't seen it. Need to see it. We loved it. We liked it. No spoilers. Loved it. Liked it. Should loved I it. go get a I really, I really, really liked it. Um, nah, we'll talk no spoilers really quick. It's, um, again, it's a great late, late sequel sa- slash soft reboot that ended up going nowhere because it lost like $150 million because yeah. no one went to see it and it cost $300 Surprise, that was the same as the first one. Which it, is, does a, yeah. it does a really good job of not focusing too hard on Harrison Ford and more yeah. on the new character. Yeah. So this is the new character's movie. That is being brought into it via the old character. The, okay. the the previous movie makes sense and affects stuff that happens in this movie, but it's its own story. It's mm-hmm. It's got its own really interesting twists and turns and ideas, and it's great acting, absolutely gorgeous visually. I'm oh, so, so glad Roger Deakins finally won his Oscar. Yeah. Uh, Hans Music Zimmer puts was great. To, Hans Zimmer puts together a great score. Yeah, it's just... It's a really great movie. Every level, really good. Yeah. I need to see... I think it's on... Something. Something. It might be on Prime. Might be. You know, I love Google now. I don't. You just search it because you can literally just search. (laughs) Now I've been been the biggest opponent of Google since it came out. Man, I just I haven't trusted it. It's been great. You know, now I really love it. Uh, (laughs) I can search what movies are on on the Google War for the Planet of the Apes. Only one I didn't see the whole trilogy. It's uh, it's 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 on nothing for free right now. It's easily my least favorite of the trilogy. Ah. 
but it's oh, also the most interesting, I think, because okay. it's the most aggressively like anti-blockbuster. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Really it's on Netflix. Things down. It's on Netflix. Yep. Oh, oh awesome. On Netflix. Um, might uh, watch that tonight. Yeah, we might have to get around to doing that sometime soon again. Yeah. Uh, no, it's um, War for the Planet of the Apes. It really slows things down. What? Well, really... Right. That's the one. Uh, makes them a lot more meditative and. It's got its weak moments. It feels, in places, less original. Hmm. Um, it just kind of appropriates some war movies and prison movies mm-hmm. instead of being... Um, it's very... Well, there's certain zo- genres and subjects that are very hard to be original on. This is true. Yeah. And you usually have to draw something. It was like... This um, one This one just feels a lot like Apocalypse Now meets Shawshank Redemption, almost. Okay. I mean... With apes. That's a... That's I, a good intersection to be at. Yeah, I like that. It was kind of like you drew from a hat, and you were like, "Okay, this could work." Yeah. No, I mean it, it comes together well. I just okay for whatever reason it didn't appeal to me. You should so look. Much. Is that one on anything? That's all I'm here for. I haven't uh, seen jack shit. I'm over here just finding out if it's on movies. War for the Planet of the Apes. War for the planet not as of good the apes. as Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> all right. Did we make a joke about that when we were? I'm sure. Like, Rise yeah. of Probably. the War of the Dawn. The, something like that, but it was like, the oh, it was when we, were, we were doing Dawn of Justice. Right. It was Rise of the Dawn of the Justice of Justice League of America or whatever. Anytime I hear like Dawn of, or like um, like the first GI Joe movie that came out, it was it was Rise of Cobra, and I was like, as a ten year old, it was like it's gonna be Rise of Cobra, Where's uh, Return, Fall of Cobra, Return of Cobra. I was like, tis also on Netflix. Oh, sweet. And then Good it's going to be the last it. Cobra, because moving on, Last Jedi. <gasps> okay. Ah! <laughs> so what's actually funny is literally today I was talking to Sam, our uh, organist at church, and he mentioned how Carter is belligerent when it comes to Last Jedi. So <laughs> we might have to, like, skirt around this one. Carter, you have three sentences. <clears throat> <laughs> Ryan Johnson, I liked what you were trying to do. One. Comma. Fuck! <laughs> it just wasn't where I wanted you to go. Okay, one. Period. Number two, hyperspace doesn't work like that. Period. <laughs> Three, if you wanted to really be bold, Ray should have gone to the dark side. Those are... Very Those legitimate point. Also, very po- very- fuck the casino planet. Oh yeah, that I will give that one to him as a freebie for that sentence. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, going with that, I agree. But... We, we even talked about how like my theory going in was that Ray and Kylo were gonna flip. They were going to convince each other to go to the other side, mm-hmm. which would have been fucking great. Yeah, um, didn't happen. So yes, I agree. If he wanted to go bold, fucking just own it. Like, pull your pants down and show everyone kind of thing. Which, when he says, join me, we can figure this out. We can go our own way. That she should have just been like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then that just puts it in a whole nother, like, yeah. yeah she's doing yeah. her own thing. Yep. Hyperspace thing looked beautiful. Honestly, to me, it looked and it was cool enough, despite the fucking cunt across, across the, uh, wow. that said something. I apologize for dropping the the c word on the podcast, but boy, did that send me into a like you were next to me. Yep, I you could probably like feel the heat Wait, from what my body. happened. 
during that Some scene. idiot. So I saw this. I saw this thing on the internet like two days before the movie came out. That was like it was a post that someone made, or, or it was a it was a uh, a, a um, sign on the movie theater that said, "Hey, there's a scene that is complete silence uh, for artistic effect. Don't think that our speakers are fucked up or whatever. Like, just don't freak out. That's part of it." How like there's a movie that a Garfield movie that had black and white at the very beginning. It was like. Don't adjust your settings. The movie is the, the beginning of this movie yep. is in black and white. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Um, so I knew that there was a point in the movie where it went fully silent. And I suddenly am kind of a big proponent of lack of sound. Oh, yeah. I talk about that quite often. They can like be used incredibly of, powerful. Yeah. And so I was like ready for that. And it happened. And like there was a split second that I was like my heart just like Boom. screamed with joy. But then some fucker across the across the theater was like, "Cool," <laughs> and I everyone around me, like we went with several friends, could feel the heat from me because everyone knows, like people, listeners, friends know that one of my biggest pet peeves is talking in a fucking movie, and I was just, I almost walked out of the theater. I was so that was enraged. me. Did you say something? That was me. No, I'm kidding. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it, it was so... So what I was saying is, like, that was such a beautiful shot yeah. that I think my brain just disregards the fact that well, if it's against canon, it's too beautiful to what, disagree with. Hard watching, to think logically when you're orgasming. Oh, yes. Watching the movie, normally what I'll do, and I explained this the other day when I was talking to... Organist about it. We've got ten minutes, and that, I've got about thirty more movies. To oh hit. god! Okay, right, real quick. Go ahead. Normally, I take like a litmus test, like I just kind of check the pulse midway through the movie, like okay, how am I liking on this? Like, yeah. am I into this? Where am I? And literally, it was like just before that on the casino planet, I was like, where in the world is this movie going? Bad yep. scene for you to make that litmus test. But that was the whole point. I was like, we are halfway through this movie. Like, I checked my watch, like I literally, like covered it up in the theater, and like mm-hmm. checked my my Apple Watch, and was like. We are halfway through this movie. Yeah. Like, where is this going? Yeah. And then that happening was kind of the first thing. I was like, okay. And then, I mean, midway with the whole Red Room fight scene, which that's a whole... Oh, oh God, God, yes. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. I right. just Matt, All right. let us fly through the next 30 movies. Okay. There are five animated movies that are of any note that came out this year. Uh, Coco, which is a really fantastic Pixar movie. Seems fun. Uh, Despicable Me 3. Nope. Which didn't, didn't care about. Didn't need it. Uh, Oscar-nominated Boss Baby. Uh, seemed really that, fun. Wh- what? Yeah, yeah, it was Oscar nominated. It seemed fun. I want to see it at some point. That I was Oscar it. nominated? Yeah. Yep. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. Who was the voice? It was Alec Baldwin, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah I, I do kind of see that. Whoa. Um, Cars 3, which sad should have been the Logan of the Cars franchise. It yeah. could have been really great, and it just kind of wasn't. Yeah, yeah, Disney was like, let's sell more toys. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the Emoji movie. Fuck, 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 fuckity, fuck shit, fuck ass, fuck off. <laughs> Moving on. All right. I uh, live on Mojiville. <laughs> <laughs> I had six more movies I wanted to spend a little time on just because I really liked them uh, from this year. Baby Driver. Okay. Oh, thank you. I watched so that. Good. I watched that two weeks ago. Fucking incredible. I love it's pairing music with... Pacing. It's the pacing. It's the pacing. Yeah. I love oh pairing gosh. music with visuals. Action movie as a musical. Beautiful Edgar Wright. Fucking amazing. Absolutely um, great. Another on the list of Kevin Spacey movies to go back and watch post um, Kevin Spacey takedown. Adds a whole new plot point. 
watched uh, there's a movie uh, about him being an MIT professor and he trains a bunch of, of students to play cards to count cards oh yeah whole other subplot yep. whole subplot <laughs> oh boy uh ladybird anyone here see ladybird no nope. i didn't i heard good things it's really good okay it's uh it's one of those kind of low-key movies where it's not a plot as much as hey let's drop you down for a few months in these as characters lives and, and kind of watch them do as nick kroll and john mulaney said it's probably how T- uh, tommy was so calls it a swan and a ladybird <laughs> <laughs> uh I had to make sure i gave credit to fucking who made that joke so all right uh loveless i'm guessing no one here saw nope. loveless that's a russian drama russian <laughs> capital v capital s capital d very serious drama it's uh, about a couple that's going through a really vicious divorce in the middle of winter and their kid runs off he's like 12 yeah because he's kind of caught in the middle and it's about them uh, the the nice disnified way of putting it would be they have to try to set aside their differences to find them, but then because it's a grim Russian drama, they don't put aside their differences. Oh, it's good. just them sniping at each other the whole time. Nice. It's um, snipes. It's incredibly bleak and just like unpleasant people, but at the same time, it feels so authentic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really hard to watch at times without ever being particularly graphic or yeah. anything visually. Just uh, that's a movie that has stuck with me in yeah. so many ways. Yep. Um, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Nope. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. He's back at it. Barry Kogan's great. Um, weird concept. Kind of feels almost like a parable or something, but it it works. Okay. It's good. Okay. Uh, Florida Project. Nope. Not even heard of it. Oh, that one's great. It's a uh, so it's set at a little kind of seedy hotel near Disneyland that's managed by Willem Dafoe. Uh-huh. Not Willem Dafoe, the person, just the character played by Willem Dafoe. Uh-huh. And the entire oh. movie is from the perspective... I think I did see the trailer for this. The entire movie is from the perspective of a six-year-old girl who lives at the hotel with her single mom who's uh, trying to basically hustle her way to survive. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's great because it should be a really dark and unpleasant story, but it's just kind of uplifting because the whole thing's from this... Happy, happy-go-lucky six-year-old girl perspective. I saw it was a video of Willem Dafoe breaking down his career, and he talked about it. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe's really fantastic in it. It's a that's a that's a real underrated hidden gem. I think it's on Prime. Um, good movie. What's it called again? The Florida Project. Okay, I'll take it up. Uh, and then Wind River, which is uh, it's got Elizabeth Olsen and Jeremy Renner teaming up on a, an Indian reservation in Wyoming to oh, catch a murderer. Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. Oh that yeah. That one's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. Watch yeah. the heck out of that one because you think it's, it's not just... for free on Amazon. Oh, shucks. Because uh, you, you think you go and who, you... who directed that? Taylor Sheridan. Who? What else did he direct? Uh, that was his directorial debut, but he wrote Hell or High Water. And... That's what it was. Hell or High Water. Fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah, this one it's it's got some of the similar themes. It's a great sort of modern western, um, but it's really it's dark. It gets into sort of the the. Um, the like the, oh, no, the title Prime. the title text thing at the beginning is or maybe at the end talks about how many native women go missing every year and just nothing ends up oh. happening it's really bleak but it goes some really unexpected directions uh gil birmingham who kind of just ends up being the token native american actor in everything including house of cards is absolutely phenomenal he gets like two minutes of screen time and it's some of the best two minutes i've ever seen oh Fuck wow yeah beautiful gut punch of a movie yeah uh let's see we've got like five minutes greatest showman terrible yep. oh fucking garbage like even concept wise like uh 
Making making a good guy out of someone who fucking oh, abused God. people what was and his name? kept what was them as slaves. PT Barnum. PT Barnum. Barnum. God, garbage God that being. guy. Yeah. I hate movies that do that. It's like, also once, just a bad movie. Honestly, it's really upsetting because I didn't know that this was a thing until I read like a like a fucking Tumblr post that explained this. Yeah. That like yeah. that upsets me. It's like it, it upsets me the same way that CW is doing Crisis on Infinite Earths, where everyone thinks it's this thing. But in reality, it's an entirely different thing. Yep. Like, P.T. Barnum's a garbage fucking human being, yep. and no one should think he's a good guy. Moving Mother on. Boxes? Huh? Mother Boxes? Uh, <laughs> the Endless. Great low-budget sci-fi with some weird concepts. Comes together really well. Uh, Mudbound. Netflix trying to do sort of its Netflix original serious movie. Um, not perfect, but it's got some important things to say. It says them well. Uh, Detroit. Too long. Pacing's bad, but aside from that, it's... Really tense, good movie. Didn't watch it. Uh, revenge, sort of the best version of the often exploitative rape revenge genre. Uh, it's got psychedelic mushrooms and a lot of blood, and it's kind of French, so it's really good. So kind it's of my French. Thursday nights. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> psychedelic, <laughs> a lot of blood. Uh, kind of French. <laughs> I didn't hear that last part. I just got distracted by the psychedelic, lots of blood. Moving on, Marjorie Prime. John Hamm is a robot ghost. Prawns. Co- pros. John Hamm is a robot Prawns. ghost. <laughs> pros. John Hamm is a robot ghost. Cons, it's mostly just robot ghost John Hamm sitting in a room talking philosophically. It's not terrible, but it's. I think it's based on a play, and it kind of feels like it would have just been better. See, I like John Hamm. No, yeah, no, it's. Would it's, I like oh, this? It's if I like... good. It's artsy. No, oh, okay. Um, Gerald's game we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's a uh, Carabuono uh, goes out to a lake house for a romantic weekend with her husband. He ups and dies as soon as she's chained to the bed, and she's chained to the bed all weekend. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what's. That's it's a good one. one. Uh, Atomic Blonde. Good would have been great if it had decided to be it. either James Bond or Tinker Taylor. It kind of went more John Wick. Point. That was the goal. I yeah, think. it just it felt like it was pulling from too many places and not leaning too much into anything. There was a fan theory that I saw that it actually takes place within the John Wick universe, and that she's John Wick's. Because um, I don't think it would, she couldn't be his mother. I think it was like his like aunt or like okay. cousin or something. Right. It was like Third I like cousin <laughs> twice removed, you know. Just but it was like it, yep. like it runs in the family kind of thing yeah. of just being yep. like an overwhelming badass. Yep. Uh, Forty-seven meters down. Pros, sharks, cons, everything else. Clearing this <laughs> in the city of thousand planets. <laughs> uh, are you sure sharks is a pro? <laughs> Did you see the rest of the movie? <laughs> Good. Uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. A lot of CGI, but Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne have no charm, no charisma, no chemistry. And it's Which is good. sad because Cara Delevingne can really... Oh, she's, she, she can be can great. She can be good. Yes. Somehow she was great as Enchantress in a garbage fucking yes. movie that yeah. made Enchantress terrible. Also, listeners note, don't know if you knew, she is the uh, voice of the radio, the pop radio host okay. on in GTA. All right. GTA um, 5. Moving on. First Reformed. Uh, Ethan Hawke plays the pastor in First Reformed of a small dying church in the Northeast. Uh, and it he takes kind of takes a young couple that's really struggling with their faith under his wing. And it gets really dark and well-written, but the ending is weird. Uh, a Fantastic Woman. It's a Chilean, capital V, capital S, capital D, very serious drama about a transgender woman kind of struggling to come to terms with the death of her lover. Uh, one of the best foreign language film and it's the story is straightforward but the performance of the main actress daniela vega is great she was originally hired as a consultant to just provide shed light on the transgender community in chile and the director just did like a screen test with her someone's like hey she's really good and so she ended up playing the lead did good 
the Myrovitz stories. Adam Sandler got shafted on his Oscar nom. Should have had it. And he's not even the best performance in the movie. Dustin Hoffman. None's a good one. Um, good Time, which I talk about a lot. Robert Pattinson kind of bullied his way into this independent drama. Um, and Ghost Story. Casey Affleck is married to Rooney Mara, but then he dies and comes back as a ghost. But he's literally just a dude under a sheet with eye holes kind of wandering around their house. Oh, Halloween. Right. Pretty much. Uh, it's much less funny than the premise might suggest, but it makes its ridiculous premise really just like heartbreaking and super mm. emotional. Um, it's kind of artsy. There's a four-minute long tank of Rooney Mara literally just sitting in the kitchen eating pie, but it works. And the oh, very last pie, shot man. the very last shot is one of the most gut punches I've ever we seen. We literally have one minute until yep. the fucking movie is right. starts. My top five of the year. Number five, Florida Project. Number four, Wind River. Number three, Thrill Billboards Outside Evans, Missouri. Number two, Gun- Dunkirk. Number one, Loveless. Okay, I really liked Dunkirk. Really liked Logan. Really liked... Uh, 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 fuck! Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Homecoming. Um, and, uh, Blade Runner 2049. And what's another one that I really liked? I think it was five. Was that five? Fuck, sure, that's fine. We don't have time for my opinion. Go! Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, shall we? Uh, we shall. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. 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 Now, Matt, good luck cutting this up. Yep. Shallst we? Actually. We, shall. Wait, we you actually should, you should make it, make a point. Do another clap so he knows where to edit. He'll find it. This will okay. be near the end. I'll find it pretty easily. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode where we talked about 2017 movies at an entirely unsustainable rate of speed. Hopefully we never have to do that again. But it was kind of fun what happened. It was a little fun. Yeah. Uh, it kept us, it kept us like, on our toes. Kept us on our toes. Kept us con- uh, condensed. Yep. Was this the first episode I've been on that didn't run three hours? <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks, <laughs> Carter. Wow, under two. Nice. Thanks, Carter, for joining us. It's been a pleasure as always. As always. Uh, appreciate your insights and your witticisms. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And actually, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean and Spotify. So if you want to go back and listen to the other episodes that Carter's been on, he was on one of the Hollywood talks back in like the 30s uh, it was part or one something. Of Hollywood. It was. What else did we get? I went back and watched it because I like the sound of my own voice. Wow, you are such a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> what else did we have him on for? I, don't know. Uh, I was on the one with Brendan where we talked about Assassin's Creed. And oh, I we was... haven't released that one yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That one's a good one. That's a good one of my favorites. Yep. Um, uh, we did. Uh, and then I, w- I think I was just on made, for just a. Good. I think that was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, no. that was the first one. No, Hollywood the general, one. and then we have what, made, what makes good movies. Okay, so this is four. Where's yep. the spot? This is this is four. This is three that has been released since right. before it's recorded. Gotcha. So if you want to go back and find the other two that Carter's been on, uh, those are somewhere back in our library. I don't remember the episode titles. I'm not going to look them up and link them, so you just have to listen to all our old episodes so you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. That's going to be a lot of pain Nick's for you. Nick's doing it. Nick's doing it. Nick's scientist. Nick, I'm pretty sure I called the title of Avengers Endgame before they announced it was going to be called Avengers Endgame. If we get to that episode, can you leave a comment or something? Because I, I feel like I called that. Also, Nick, you're a ginger. That's not Nick. Other Nick. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing for you, isn't it? Greek. Oh, like he's one hundred percent Greek. Not a, not a ginger. <laughs> well done, Carter. Oh well. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're just us losers. You know how to find things on Facebook. I always make that joke. It's old by now. Uh, we're on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod, where where we're gonna retweet the thing. Um, picture of Daniel Craig looking Amish. That's what we were gonna retweet. Uh, yes. 
uh, if we can figure out how to do that. Uh, we're on Instagram, where apparently there's now a video of me turning upside down from earlier in the episode. Apparently. Uh, video. I said video. Oh, I said picture. Yep. Uh, let's see. We're on Gmail. On Gmail? That doesn't feel right. We have a Gmail. We have a Gmail. That's the correct series of verbs and subjects and prepositions and whatnot. And you can send us fan mail at P.O. Box. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is 21st century. You can send us fan mail at justiceloserspod at gmail.com. Or Bionicle Theories. If you (laughs) can see... (laughs) You haven't been here for that. You haven't been here for that, yeah. That's been been a joke for like... <laughs> we got an actual bionicle theory, so oh my god! If you could explain the events of what's going to happen in Watchmen using a bionicle connected theory, <laughs> please do. The place to do that is probably going to be justusloserspod at gmail dot com, because uh, I would be really intrigued to hear how someone could put that together. Yeah. Um, or if you want to explain how the Fast and Furious slash Expendables slash Moana crossover is all set in the Bionicle universe, <laughs> then just us losers pot at gmail.com is the Beautiful. place to share those thoughts. Beautiful. When did Moana come out? 2016? Did must we talk about that? Briefly. Okay. Um, I didn't care enough about it. I liked it. Oh. This isn't what we're talking about. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> thought you said you knew how to make noise on this. There we go. My mom's flute. <laughs> Hi, pollutant. <laughs>